Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. In our society, sex is often thought of as a physical activity, a particular set of actions through which people can connect with one another. From a broader perspective, though, sex is a multifaceted thing that can create connections at the mental, emotional, and spiritual levels, as well as at the physical level. In this episode, we'll consider these various facets of sexual connection, and we'll also consider what we can do to help us develop our ability to experience sex in its fullest expression. In many prior episodes, we've seen that sex is a multifaceted, whole-person sort of experience. We've noted that the physical enjoyment of sex is often contingent on entering into that experience with an appropriate frame of mind and with a compatible emotional tone. If we're distracted or feel that we have little in common with our partner, we're unlikely to be sufficiently present in the moment to be able to fully enjoy a sexual opportunity. The same is true if our beliefs or worldview are uncomfortably at odds with those of our partner. Regarding our emotional state, if we're worried or fearful, or if we feel unseen or unappreciated by our partner, we'll be unlikely to be able to relax and be present for a satisfying sexual experience. If we have the capacity and desire to experience sex as a spiritual experience, but our partner doesn't, that difference can impede our ability to fully and joyfully come together with our partner. With this awareness of the multiple dimensions of sex, it's useful to consider how sex is positioned in our society. In the media, and often in our discussions with others, sex is often viewed as an activity that may become available to us if we make ourselves sufficiently desirable and attractive. Marketing storylines position sex as a sort of reward that we can earn by carefully manicuring our appearance and by dressing and acting in sexy and alluring ways. Such a perspective is all about presentation. It rarely, if ever, focuses on making ourselves a person of substance. Such a stance is, of course, what's required in order to sell the products that promise to make us attractive and desirable. In essence, our society emphasizes the importance of how we appear from the outside, rather than what beauty we may hold inside. In many ways, polishing our appearance is much easier than is refining who we are inside. It's simply a matter of buying the right products to enhance or potentially cover up our natural appearance. In contrast, refining our inner assets requires that we acquire self-knowledge, honestly decide what may or may not serve us, and then dedicate ourselves to becoming the person we truly want to be. All of that is potentially hard, ongoing work. That's something that many people don't seem to have the stomach for. In a real sense, one gets out of sex what one puts into it. Jumping into bed with someone that one doesn't really know or care for can result in a physically pleasurable and mutually enjoyable experience, but such an in-the-moment experience isn't very likely to produce a lasting or life-altering deep connection. Conversely, building anticipation and excitement for an intimate meeting that occurs in memorable circumstances can deepen the bond between the partners, in addition to facilitating a deeply enjoyable sexual connection between them. Both sorts of experiences have their place in a satisfying sexual life. For those who would like to experience sex as fully as possible, it makes sense to think of sex as one facet of a living, a full life. That is, sex is something that is best appreciated in the full context of life. In that view, context consists of all the aspects of leading a full life, a variety of different kinds of satisfying human connections, a range of enriching life experiences such as opportunities for exploration, varied cultural events, coming to know oneself in depth, 
learning about how the natural and social worlds work, and experiencing the pleasures offered by various physical experiences. As the preceding long list suggests, sex in context is a much broader experience than is sex taken in isolation, that is, as a purely physical exploration of sexual activities. As such, sex in context can engage the full range of who we are as humans, as creatures who inhabit the worlds of body, mind, emotion, and spirit. That kind of sex provides us with a near-infinite amount of terrain to explore. It lets us plumb the depths of who we are and who our partner is, and of the many ways in which we can connect with one another. For those who find the notion of enjoying sex in context appealing, a question arises as to what one can do to prepare for such an experience. A number of possibilities come readily to mind. First, pursuing self-knowledge. In order to enjoy sex, we need to know what we enjoy and what brings us satisfaction, and what we dislike or find unsatisfying. Coming to this self-knowledge requires that we educate ourselves and that we do sufficient experimentation to taste a variety of experiences. In pursuing this self-knowledge, we call on and develop our personal courage, our ability to take reasoned risks, our self-honesty, and our willingness to seek perspective from the trusted people in our lives. Also there is a range of relationships in one's life. Sex and sensuality can play a role in various kinds of relationship in our lives. First, of course, sex is an important component of our relationship with lovers. In addition, though, sensuality, if not overt sexuality, can also enrich our other loving relationships, such as in cuddling or being physically expressive and at ease with our close friends. A third way of preparing ourselves for sex in context is to pursue openness to experiences. By its nature, sex is full of surprises and sometimes challenges. One of the benefits of sexual experiences is that they can introduce novelty into our lives, reducing the risk of boredom or staleness creeping into our relationships. To benefit from such experiences, one has to be open to trying new things. Pursuing curiosity also prepares us for enjoying sex in context. Hand in hand with an attitude of openness is a sense of genuine curiosity about how sex, and life in general, works, and about what various opportunities offer. Curiosity is also an essential element in playfulness, and in a sense of joy. And sex, after all, is really an opportunity for light-hearted adult play. Imagination plays an important role in sex, and a healthy sense of curiosity lets us play what-if games regarding the wonders that good sex may offer us. Learning to practice conscious loving can also prepare us for sex in context. As we've noted in previous episodes, good sex requires that we be truly present with and attuned to our lover. In doing that, we become more fully conscious of how we experience our loving. Consciousness is itself a multifaceted thing, which entails our awareness of our and our partner's physical responses, mental and emotional state, and even attunement to a spiritual connection. And yet another way in which we can prepare for sex in context is to take an Epicurean perspective on life. As we've seen in previous episodes, we humans are animals, and as such, pleasure and pain are central themes in our lives. Enjoying the many pleasures that life has to offer is a major source of satisfaction for us. In an Epicurean lifestyle, which is named after the philosophical perspectives of the ancient Greek philosopher Epicurus, pleasure is seen as an inherently good and desirable thing, and as something to be embraced. Those pleasures include not only sexual experiences, but also the huge range of sensory or sensual experiences, such as enjoyment of delectable food, or enchanting music, or evocative art. 
As we noted at the start of this episode, our society doesn't give us much support for living sex in the context of a full life. Thankfully, we're not alone in trying to live with such a perspective. That's something that we can share with the loved ones in our lives in order to support one another. In addition, many sex-positive organizations realize that sex involves much more than bodies. Broad-minded sex-positive organizations can offer us helpful education about the many facets of sex, as well as educational and experiential events, such as those involving Tantra or BDSM. Those can let us experience sex in its full context. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors private Facebook group for posts and discussion and the Two Open Doors meetup group for events. I also invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your inputs to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thanks for visiting Two Open Doors.